TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. And we're back. Welcome to another edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I am Ann Baldwin, one of your co-hosts for the program. And with us today, we've got Beth Connor. And uh, Beth, you're here because Lisa is away making sure that her mom is getting good care. She's having a little operation done. So. She is. She's going down to Florida to visit her mom. So I'm stepping in her, her place today. Good. Well, it's great to have you here. And, you know, there's nothing like having a loved one around you when you when you need them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we all I, need care. Oh, my gosh. It was so – I was I just had a – for the first time in a long time, I took my first sick day, and I just laid there in bed thinking, oh, I wish I had my mom, you know, because those good old comforting days where they just make sure you've got everything you need and mm-hmm. – and uh, that's what that's what it's all about. So speaking of what you need, and I'm so excited when you told me that this is the topic that you set up for this program, um, that we're going to be talking about ourselves and mm-hmm. caring for ourselves, which is so important. And we've got Marty Newberry here. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, she's also the program director of supporting housing for families um, in the Western region for The Connection. So, And she's a registered yoga teacher. Yes. I just said to her, I said, let's all just get into child's pose for like a half an hour. Do you know child's pose? <laughs> yes. You know, we've been doing planks um, as part of my workout only for a minute, a one minute plank. Oh, that's which is, enough. Oh my goodness. It's, that is it's, enough. It's so great. But Marty, it's so wonderful to have you here because we're going to talk about us. So Beth, I'll let you kick things off. Well, Marty has been with The Connection for a number of years and in several different roles. And wherever she goes, we always talk about wellness. Actually, she co-chairs our wellness committee at The Connection. And uh, it's been very important because the work that we do is not that other industries don't have this, but our work is very stressful. We work with a lot of clients that um, are very needy. And uh, folks in our field burn out very quickly. And so we've recognized the need for self-care, for wellness. And Marty and her colleagues have put together some initiatives uh, internally that help us um, sort of be our best selves, take care of ourselves. You know, you mentioned Lisa. So um, as our CEO, Lisa always tells all of us, and she'll tell people at orientation, their first day on the job, you need to take care of yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself, you can't do this work. And you come first. You and your family comes first. And it's a real philosophy at The Connection that, you know, is really passed throughout all of our staff. And so it's great that Marty's here to talk a little bit about wellness and things that she does and uh, give us some tips as to how we can be our best selves and how we can sort of chill out and uh, relax when we need to. Well, Marty, thank you for being here. You know, I think that is one point is that regardless of what you do for a living, I mean, we all, you know, have very stressful 
lives, right? There's just so much stress going on. And I've been reading a lot of books lately um, about how to try to minimize that, but it's easier said than done. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, just kind of checking in. I think that's where you say that you want people to start. Check in. Check in. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Anne. And thank you, Beth. Thank you both for inviting me to be here today. Of course. So yes, um, February is considered National Self-Check Month. And what that refers to primarily is our physical well-being, getting our, our wellness checks and having our regular tests that are recommended by our doctors. And uh, that is absolutely very important. We also thought it would be wonderful to expand this idea to checking in with all aspects of ourselves. Mm. We're not just physical beings. We have many facets of ourselves. We are emotional beings. We're uh, psychological beings. Mm -hmm. We are spiritual beings. And uh, among other facets of ourselves, these are all really important areas of ourselves to be checking in with on a regular basis. And we don't, often. Often we don't. right? I know I'm guilty all the time, I'm sure you are too, of not putting myself first, putting other needs before my own, whether it's family or friends or colleagues, right? Absolutely. And we find that so often people who come into the mental health field in particular mm-hmm. are real givers. They're nurturers. They're right there to step up to the plate and be there for others and often find it very difficult to uh, take that time. Well, I can't imagine because you've already got everything that you're dealing with personally and then in the industry that you're in, um, whether it's a behavioral health issue, whether it's incarceration, it's homelessness, I mean, all of that, dealing with someone else's stuff on top of your own stuff, at least in my job, if I'm dealing with a client who's got a crisis going on in the media, I can help them deal with that and then it goes away. But for some of you, these things are just ongoing and ongoing. And it's not like you can sh- shut the valve off, put your pillow on the, or your head on the pillow at night and say, okay, I can forget about this until tomorrow. So easier said than done. So that's why you're here. How can we do that? How can we turn our minds off a little bit and go back to us? Mm, well, it's a really good question, Anne. I think that um, the literature would tell us in recent years that one of the best ways of being able to do that is to practice a regular mindfulness, uh, to have a regular mindfulness practice where we're really focusing on the present moment uh, in all of our activities throughout the day. What we know is when we practice being present and being aware of just what's happening right now, that we, we find, yes, I can cope with what's going on right now. It's when we start projecting, it's when right. we start worrying, it's when we start thinking about the past that, that that stress starts to bubble up, right? But if I just check in with myself right here, right now and say, you know, am I okay? I'm sitting in a studio talking to two lovely ladies about one of my favorite topics. And do I have things going on in my life? Absolutely. Right here, right now, all is well. Because you can't control the past. Correct. Right? There's nothing you can do. And I I read this recently. You can't control the past and you can't predict the future. Uh Mm -hmm. So if you can just stay in the moment, 
Mm-hmm. That's half the battle. And that's why, you know, people say, why do you live in Windsor and your offices are in New Britain? Because I take advantage of those sometimes 30, 45 minutes to and from work to do just that, to turn all the noise off. But I've got to kind of go back and go through what's going on, prioritize what I need to prioritize. And that is a good time for me to do that. By the time I get home, all that stuff is kind of organized, if you will, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's placed in its proper perspective, right. it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Right. And then obviously you've got programs like yoga, mm-hmm. where if you, you've got to turn your right. mind off and you've got to concentrate on the practice and isn't, it's mind and body yoga, correct? You're, you're the yoga instructor. What I love about yoga is the, the meaning of yoga, the word um, means literally to unite. And so when we practice yoga, we settle the mind and the body so that we can unite with our higher self, with something bigger than us. Um, and we can also unite with all aspects of ourselves. Let's talk a little bit too about the how debilitating stress can be. Um, So it's not only on how we live our lives, but there are really studies, true or false, that show that stress can be so detrimental to your health. Mm -hmm. Your physical health. Your physical health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, What we know is that there's an estimated 75 to 90% percentage chance that if you're going to your primary care doctor, it's because of something stress related. Yes. Yes. And that's, there's a lot of, as you say, uh, true or false, there's a lot out there, of course. Um, But this is, this is pretty consistently across the literature that it's somewhere in the range of 75 to 90%. Stress related diseases, right? Yes. Injuries. Well, I have a sister who she has a brain tumor and they said she had three to five years to live and this has been now 18 years ago and they believe that her tumor was brought on by stress she was in a a bad abusive relationship um you know if the dog barked he shot the dog if the cat screamed he shot the cat who was next i mean you know not to get into some dirty details but i've heard a lot of people that that find tumors and really life-threatening things that can come about Um, because of stress if it's not dealt with um, appropriately and when you talk about stress it's not just in the workplace but it can also be in relationships and you got to take a step back I would assume and say is this relationship healthy for me Uh you know pointing the figure back at yourself whether it's friendships whether it's um, uh, you know an interpersonal relationship just because it's a relationship doesn't mean that you have to stay there right Mm, absolutely and uh that's one of the primary ways that we can take care of ourselves is to recognize that we we have to put ourselves first, even though that's selfish. And part of that is looking at, do the relationships that I have currently feed me? Do they serve me? Do they uh, bolster me up? Do they bring me joy, satisfaction? Um, and uh, sometimes they don't. And sometimes we have to make those really hard decisions to put ourselves first and to exit a relationship. So what else can we do, Marty, to sort of 
have less stress in our lives. I know we always talk about stressors, right? Everybody's running here, running there. Uh, life is crazy. Um, what can we do other than being mindful and in the moment? What What are some real things that we can all practice? Well, in the in the spirit of self checking in February here. Um, we use in our new employee orientation at the connection a, a self check, a self care assessment that goes through the various domains of our being the physical the psychological emotional spiritual relationship workplace professional and our overall balance and it's a wonderful tool to use on i, I always tell folks this is just a snapshot in time it's an opportunity to hold a mirror up and see how am I doing in these areas? Am I taking care of myself in these various ways? And and let me say too that we all have we all have our own ways, right? This is there's not a package deal. We all resonate with different things that that work for us. But by checking in on each of these different areas and and there's many examples given for each. Physical might be getting to the doctor, getting our our self check uh in psychological, emotional, you know, reading some good books, being with people who bolster us up, having a good cry when we need to have a good cry, taking that time in the car and, you know, that 45 minutes to process our day. And so when we do this and we decide perhaps to pick one or two things out of each of these aspects of ourselves, and begin to practice those, we build resilience. Mm -hmm. And by having that resilience, resilience being the ability to bounce back, right? right? When we have that resilience as our foundation, then when we get stressed, we're better able to deal. And I like too that it's a holistic approach. So it's not just focusing on one element, not just the, you know, psychological, it's also the physical, it's, as you said, it's, it's all of these areas that that truly, you know, need to work together. You know, one thing that I found too, is in my recovery, um, because of my um, 12 step program, I've got some tools that I have, and you talk about resilience and bouncing back. If I implement those tools, like if somebody, you know, pushes my buttons, the more I practice with those tools, the more resilient I become. It gets easier and easier for them not to penetrate my shell and get down to where it really hurts mm-hmm. because I can bounce back from that. You know, so it's one of those things if you, whether it's meditation, um, listening to meditative uh, music or reading those books or diksha or yoga, but taking your mind out of that noisy space and just taking, I know, you know, for my fiance, it's when he hits his knees in the morning and at night and says his prayers mm-hmm. for him. That's what makes his day get started and end on a, on a good note. So like you said, it's not a cookie cutter approach. Mm-mm. Everybody does something differently. Yeah. I like to uh, take a walk. That clears me. Mm-hmm. So if I, well, not, maybe not in this weather, but yeah. in the better weather, uh, if I've had a stressful day at work, as soon as I get home, I put on my sneakers and I go walk. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I have a good neighborhood to walk in. But um, that, to me, I can deal with things after that. So it doesn't have to be long. You know, it could be a mile or so, but it just 
brings me to another place. Mm-hmm. And if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Marty Newbury, and she is a licensed marriage and family therapist and also um, works at The Connection. I think it's interesting that you brought up um, as, far, as part of your employee um, assistance program or new hires, um, people get these tools when they come to The Connection mm-hmm. to work. Yep. Um, and who would have thought that when you start a new job or you've been you know, promoted to another position that this is part of what you get? Um, and I have, I'm, I'm just curious about as to what the reaction has been and, um, what do your employees say about this program, this wellness program? Well, it, you know, it's really just getting off the ground in many ways, but people see the connection very differently than a lot of other organizations in that, uh, there is that care, uh, care for others and it is a priority and you see it at different levels of the organization. Um, when Lisa does come into orientation, she tells new people that, that you are first, that, you know, you're here to do a job and that we expect that you do the best job you can. But when it comes right down to it, you and your family are first. And she means that. Um, so as we look at life, because we all have stuff we have to get through in life, mm-hmm. uh, it's good to know that we have that support behind us. Uh, it's just really important. Yeah, because who knows what the impact of that might be if you didn't, right? So you, you've you got a whole new set of options open to you because they've made it a point to say they do care about you and they you need to be okay for you to help others to be okay, and right? I, and I think, too, when we're okay ourselves, we can perform better. We can perform our jobs better. So if we're in a good place personally, emotionally, right, physically, it makes it easier for us to help others. So again, February is National Self-Check Month, and we're taking advantage of this program um, to get some professional advice and maybe some tools from Marty Newberry. And Marty, um, Beth had mentioned that you have something that maybe we could share, you could share with us, and we can share with our listeners. It's always good to get a new technique, Yes, absolutely. And so, and this one is so uh, simple that the beauty of it is you can take it anywhere you go. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the simple practice of diaphragmatic breathing. And diaphragmatic breathing is also referred to as a deep belly breath. That's really what it is. What we know about breathing deeply into our abdomen, our belly, is that the nerve endings there actually, when they are stimulated by the breath, they actually trigger the relaxation response in the body. Conversely, when we only breathe into our chest, which we tend to do when we're anxious, we're activating the sympathetic uh, response, the sympathetic um, nervous system response. And so that is the response of fight or flight. Like a panic attack. A pa- well, it's it's getting in that, going in that direction. Right. Absolutely. And so, and all the body processes that go along with that follow. And so the very simple act of being able to take a few deep belly breaths calms the whole system down. It's beautiful because it's portable. We always have our breath with us. So how do you do it? So how do we do it? Take one of your hands, if you would, and put it on your belly. And take another hand on your chest. Mm -hmm. And we will simply breathe in. And we're just going to notice right now what that feels like. So if you tune in to your two hands and notice where the breath is in just your normal breathing pattern. 
That'll be different for each one of us. Now what we want to do once we've noticed is simply make a conscious effort to have the breath go all the way down into our belly. And the way you know that's happening is because your hand will move. So this is one of those times, one of the few times when it's not only acceptable, but desirable to have your belly stick out a little. (laughs) (laughs) And I I notice I have to force it down there. Yeah, me too. Mine was just stopping at my chest. I've really, to get my belly, to go to my belly, I've got to really make a conscientious effort to do that. And that's so true for most of us, Anne. Mm, So let's do that. You put one hand on your chest, the other hand on your belly, and you breathe in deeply until you feel the hand on your belly move. 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 And I recommend breathing in through the nostrils, by the way. It's much more purifying. And how many of those should we do? Let's just do three or four to get the hang of it for the moment. And so breathing into the belly, noticing your hand rise, and then slowly breathing back out through the nose. And once again, breathing in, allowing that hand to rise, and noticing how the hand comes back in towards the spine as you exhale. Inhaling again. Exhale. I feel it. I do too. That's a that's a deep yoga breath too. I know in the yoga class that I, that I've done in years past, it's um, you know you do do that. I've also trained myself to do that sometimes at night when I wake up with thoughts in my mind. I'll make myself mm-hmm. breathe deeply, and almost tell myself, "Look, whatever's going through your mind right now, there's nothing you can do about it right now. Let it go, mm-hmm. and breathe. And before you know it, I'm back asleep." Mm-hmm. You almost have to talk to yourself and you feel like you're a little bit crazy. I do when I do it, but but it works. I do that too. And people wonder, <laughs> I'm a very good sleeper. And people say, how are you such a good sleeper? I can, tr- I can tune it up. And, it, and typically, you know, maybe not when I get home, but at night I can just turn it off. And, uh, it, and it is good. It's it's my saving grace. But I do have to do some mindfulness um, sometimes when I'm, you know, when I've got a lot on my mind, I do have to think about it. Right. And putting yourself first, too, means, you know, you may have to go home and make dinner for everybody. But does that then still give you the time to go to the gym and maybe work out for an hour, hour and a half? Um You've got to make that time. Mm-hmm. You've got mm-hmm. to make that time for yourself. And if that means hey, figure out what you're having for dinner, everybody's on their own, I'm going to the gym, mm-hmm. oh, well, get used to it. And okay. it's not being selfish. It's taking care of yourself because if you're not there to take care of everybody else, who will? Exactly. And so we can't pour from an empty cup. Right. Right. We have to replenish right. in order to have more to give. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what other, um, what are some of the benefits of putting ourselves and what are some of the benefits that come out of doing the things that we should be doing and starting right now, not, not tomorrow, not the next day or Monday, say this is the day and when the show is over, I'm going to put myself and I'm going to do this for myself today. I think a big benefit of just making that decision, Anne, is that it gives us a sense of control Mm. in a world that can so often feel so out of control and where we can feel like we're just being kind of bounced around from one thing to the next. Making a decision in and of itself is huge because it, 
it acknowledges not only the need for a change, but a desire and a commitment. And I find too, if I give myself that time, that I that I'm more productive. That it may seem like, uh, you know, I took an hour and a half out of my day to do this for myself, but in return, I'm getting so much more done. I'm not as clumsy. I'm not. I've I've got I'm putting more thought into the process. I'm doing things with better intention. So, in in other words, I'm cutting to the chase where normally it would just be all over the place because you're you're going in too many different directions. Mm-hmm. What about making a list, like a priority list, or? You know, what are some other tools that we could give people out there this month of February to to try to work on? We did the deep breath. Now, what else can we do? I think making a list is a wonderful idea. It can really help to clear out the clutter in our minds that tends to congregate there. And when we put it down on paper and we visually see it, there's something different that it takes on a new perspective. Right. Right. And uh, and that satisfaction when you can check one of those oh, off. Yeah. Isn't that yes. great? Yeah. Or like, you know, just put a scribble over it. I did it. Yes. yes. And go back and, and just feel how you've gotten so much accomplished. But don't put too much on your list either. Be You've got to right. be realistic. You do. Mm-hmm. I, I think along those lines, I, I would recommend that a very good time to do a list might be the end of the day where um, you get clear your mind, mm-hmm. right? You get it out externalize it so that you don't have to be ruminating all night long, not unable to sleep. And I also recommend doing a gratitude list. Oh, that's a great idea. And, and how would you structure that? It can be as simple as just getting yourself a notebook or a journal. Um, it can be done using an app or, uh, you know, one of the... Um, word processing um, features of your phone, whatever it is, people do it all different ways. Or I've seen too a gratitude jar. So every day you write down a little phrase uh, and you put down what you're grateful for that day. And I've seen folks at the end of the year or at the beginning of the new year, they'll read out loud what Mm. they were were grateful for. And I've also, Beth, just seen, um, I think it was at TJ Maxx or something, a little journal that kind of had thought-provoking you know, fill in the blank kind of things, gratitude list too. So it's a trend and people are starting to be more mindful of what they are grateful for. And it really can turn things around if you do it on a regular basis. So I want to mention too, one of the things that Marty and the wellness committee uh, sort of uh, started at the connection, we have a uh, intranet, a way to share information electronically and they lobbied for a quote of the day. And so staff can actually submit a quote electronically, and it, it appears as sort of the banner on the homepage. And uh, I notice, because I'm on the Wellness Committee uh, distribution list, that we get a lot of uh, staff submitting quotes, and they're very inspirational. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps not only the person that is you know, giving the quote, but also others who are reading it and take the time to pause and to really think things through. So something that that easy. Yeah, what a great idea. I've seen those little calendars where you tear off the quote of the day. Or, you know, there's a little proverb or reading, mm-hmm. you know, that you can go through every day. And it's just a good way to get your get your day started. So we should remind everybody out there that February, again, is National Self-Check Month. And it can be physical, 
as we mentioned, it could be psychological, it could be emotional, spiritual, you know, evaluating that relationship or relationships that you're in, you know, and the workplace. How healthy, how effective are you? Are, are people caring about you? Are you really doing what you need to do for people? Because that's all part of the big picture. And overall balance really is just so important. You've got to take the time to slow down. I have to tell myself, I run 100 million miles an hour and I've got to just slow down. And I, I specifically told myself that when I went to, I was in um, Vegas for business and I stopped in Houston just for three days to be with my daughter and granddaughter. And I said to myself, I'm staying in the moment. I'm going to enjoy each and every moment. I'm not going to worry about what happened. I'm not going to worry about what's going on tomorrow. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to be present. And I told myself, because I'm reading this book on the way down, I'm reading this book and it said that. And I said, I'm going to do that. What a difference that whole trip made. I just was not distracted and stayed in the moment. And I've got so many more great memories of this trip, I think, than any other. That's fantastic. It is. It's great. So thank you for being here and thank you for sharing um, all of these great tips. And we're going to practice our breathing, right, Ann? We'll practice what we preach. <laughs> Easier said than done. The minute I get out of here on my 45-minute drive home, I'll, somebody will cut me off and I'll be breathe, uh, on, breathe. My, oh, on my rant and rave. <laughs> so, um, and music does it for me, too. I yep. love music. I love to put on the music that inspires me to just clear my head and sing along and you know, so whatever it is that works for you, make sure that you do it because there's nobody, you know, that cares more about you than people around you. So you've got to take care of yourself. You really, really do. And, and I just want to comment, and you've mentioned it a couple of times, practice, practice, whatever we practice gets stronger, mm. right? And so it's not about, we, we don't always do it perfectly. No. The important thing is just to get back on the horse and, and try do it, it again. again. Absolutely. Well, Marty Newberry, thank you so much. This was a great conversation, and let's uh, let's take it to heart, Beth. Absolutely. And thank you for being my co-host today. Thank you. This has been fun. It has been fun. And don't forget to breathe. Okay. <gasps> Deep breaths in and out. Five of them. You'll feel better. Trust me. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. We'll see you again next time. platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Donchich. the step back three you bet. music you set my world on fire. and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tune in.com or download the tune in app to start listening